0: lived up to our potential and managed our resources so well that we could provide for ourselves, our families, and our communities in a meaningful and substantial way. Join Step Right with Lynn, the show dedicated to empowering socially conscious individuals to manage their financial resources for the benefit of themselves, their families, and the greater community. Here's Lynn Wedham, Certified Financial Planner and Managing Partner at Step Right Capital Planning.
1: Good morning, everyone. How are you? Are you ready for a brand-new day? Uh, we have a great uh, show planned with a very interesting guest. Um, before I tell you about the show, uh, we have Ev Wodarski on the line, and she's going to tell us about an upcoming fundraiser and project that she's working on. Uh, good morning, Ev.
2: Good morning, Lynn. Thanks for having me on the show this morning.
1: It's so nice to have you here with us today. Um, You've got a fundraiser coming up on June the 7th. Um, tell us, what's what's happening on that day?
2: Well, um, what we're doing is uh, it's uh, Dream for Uganda is the name of it. And uh, myself and a few businesswomen in uh, the KW area have actually been working on this project for about two years now. And we finally uh, have got it as set up as a not-for-profit organization. And it's a school that we're working with called the Cambridge School, which is near Kampala in Uganda. And uh, we actually are working with this school. Um, it's a woman in Uganda who has actually built the school and she's taken in children who have AIDS or are children who uh, have been orphaned from the war in Uganda, or children who actually were forced to be um, ch- uh, war soldiers, child soldiers. And she sort of rescued them from the war and took them in. And she started taking them in one by one until she eventually had so many children living with her that she had to expand her prop the property she had and put some buildings up. And she was able to do it financially from her adult children who had sort of moved and lived around the world. One of them, which lives in Toronto, which is how we got involved with it, Henry. He's in Toronto, and uh, we met up with him. And her adult children have been sending her money to financially support this. And mm-hmm. she ended up with over two hundred kids. Wow! And then started hiring teachers because she had to teach these children. Not only did she have to house and feed them, but she had to teach them. But obviously, they're not—they're not sustaining themselves. So that's Mm -hmm. where we came in, and we decided we had to help. There's a group of the kids that we found were exceptionally talented in dance and music and drama. And last year we raised enough money to bring that troupe over here, and we had them performing locally throughout London, Toronto, and the KW area to raise money for their school. Wow. We sort of put our heads together and decided that what we would do is work on this school and try to make it a performing arts school so that it could sustain itself. And in doing that, that's where we decided to set up the foundation. And this October, we are taking a group of teachers, music teachers, drama teachers, to Uganda to start teaching and helping to build that program for them. So I'm going over with the group, and that's why we're doing the fundraiser. So on June 7th, we have a big fundraiser to hopefully raise money to buy instruments for the kids. Okay. So uh, the fundraiser will be at the First United Church at 16 William Street in Waterloo. We have actual... um, Uh, African Entertainment, we've got two groups, uh, the Shangza Performers and Mosey O'Tunya Vibes, (laughs) Mm which are two groups coming in from Toronto. They're dance and music groups um, that we've got coming in to perform. We've got um, a woman from Guelph who is an African clothing designer. So she's putting Mm -hmm. on an an African um, fashion show for us. And we've got food and refreshments, all of that for twenty dollars. Wow. we got I know, I think it's pretty good, so I Sounds really like, a would lot like of fun. It is going to be a lot of fun. Stephen Woodworth, our MP, is going to um come out and do a welcome for us. We've got a silent auction, we've got door prizes, we've got an African crafts market. Um I'd love for everyone to come out and help us support this so that we can raise money for the instruments that we need because these kids want to do a fusion of the African Canadian entertainment, so they're going to take their instruments, our instruments, fuse them together and put, in, put together a whole different type of music that uh, hasn't been seen before and then take that on the road to make money for their school. We think it's a a truly unique idea, and that's what we're trying to build the school into.
1: Hmm. Well, that's that's great. Uh, I'm I'm planning to attend, so uh, uh, hope to, to see many of our listeners are. there. Yeah. Um, where can people learn more about the project, Deb?
2: Um, they can go to our website if they would like. It's DreamForUganda.com. Um, We've got everything up. We we keep a blog going on our website, um, so they you know go there and it will keep them updated as to what's happening. They can purchase tickets for our event at um, the record. The record mm-hmm. has them at their front desk, or Wood Woodsworth Books uh, up in Waterloo on King Street also has uh, tickets available, um, or they could contact me. I have tickets. And so Mm -hmm. does Valerie Hill, who is um, one of the reporters at the record. Valerie Hill is the one who actually started this whole Dream for Uganda, and I joined her. So the two of us um, are sort of spearheading this whole project.
1: Um, There's there's a listener, Ev, that has um, suggested that maybe uh, if people had instruments at home that they're not using anymore, that
2: uh, that perhaps they could donate those. Would would that be a possibility, too? If they have acoustic instruments, we would take those with us. Um, We're going to purchase electric over there um, because our electricity here and their electricity there um, are not compatible.
1: Right, right. So
2: that's why we can't purchase electric. Um, but if there's acoustic guitars or anything like that that people want to donate, yes, we'll take those with us. Drums we will purchase over there because it would cost us too much to uh, transport them with the air over mm-hmm. there. The, unfortunately, air, the airplanes will they will just charge us way too much to cart them over. Right, right. So, We've been told purchasing over there in Kampala, because the school's not that far from Kampala, um, will not cost us as much as if we purchased here, or even to the air freight.
1: Okay, well, that's super. Um, Thanks for letting us know about uh, Dream for Uganda is... um, is where you can find more information online about the project. So that's the thing to remember, Dream for Uganda. Um, and tickets are available at KW Record and Wordsworth Books or um, or through Ev. And Ev, what's your email?
2: My email is uh, widarski at bell.net.
1: Okay, that's great. Okay. Thanks so much for sharing with us this morning, Ev.
2: Thank you so much. Lynn, you have a great day.
1: Okay, Take you care. too.
2: Bye-bye.
1: Bye now. <clears throat> so, our uh, second guest this morning is Russell Scott, uh and the show today is fi- is called Find Your Deeper Calling. Uh Russell is one of a new generation of no-dogma teachers and is the author of the acclaimed book Awakening the Guru in You. He's a former radio talk show host for A to Zen Radio and has led over 100 retreats internationally over the past 30 years. Many years ago, he left the corporate world to work as a counsellor in a treatment centre in northern Ontario. He moved on to own the Ecology Retreat Centre near Orangeville, where he pioneered programs in green building, sustainable living, and spiritual awakening. Russell has helped thousands of people in his one-to-one and group program break through past limitations so that they can walk in the beauty, honesty, and magnificence of who they really are. Russell is a compassionate, somewhat quirky, and down-to-earth spiritual transformation guide who is dedicated to helping individuals awaken to their essential nature and purpose. For more information, you can check out Russell's website at www.truesourceseminars.com dot com. Hi Russell.
3: Hello, hello there, Lynn. This is um great morning.
1: I it think we might even get morning. a little bit
3: of rain for gardens. That would be great.
1: It would, yes. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna see that rain or not today, but um but yeah it is a beautiful morning. It's great to have you with us today.
3: Oh, thank I you learned so much. on the
1: internet um that today is Russell's birthday. Uh so happy birthday Russell
3: Thank you. Yeah, I won't uh, tell you how old I am. <laughs> I'm getting younger that's and okay younger if you're inside. That's you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The body gets uh, older, you know, but you get younger inside. I'd say.
1: That's right. I think. Yeah. So. Um, it's also interesting that my birthday's in two days. Um, so that means that um, that you've got two Gemini's here with you uh, this morning uh, for our listeners. So. If anybody doesn't know, Gemini is the sign of the twins, so so that means that the four of us are going to have a great conversation this that, morning. That's
3: right. There's going to be a crowd of us, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Look out if more Geminis call in. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh,
1: see see uh, what we attract. Um, yeah. So our topic today, Find Your Deeper Calling, Um, This has implications uh, in the regards the way we choose to earn our living. Uh, It has implications um, in the way we may choose to give back to our community. Um, So we'd like you to help us today, Russell, begin to learn how to discover um, that deeper calling can you i mean there's a lot of talk about this in the last few years uh, a lot of books written a lot of people speaking about this um how do you define the our deeper calling
3: well i think um you could you could say um uh, a deeper calling is 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 what we feel that um we're really here for in life uh mark twain once said you know there's there's two things in life one is to uh, first of all be born and then the second thing is to find out why you were born and uh and so i think there there's a there's a there's a deeper calling for some of us and i think for all of us uh but it gets to a point where a person starts asking uh you know why why am i here what what am i supposed to be doing in my life and um when people start asking that there's this sense of one's you might say one's true self being more involved in life and so um uh, a deeper calling is um you know what is it that you you are bringing to the world your gifts your unique gifts and your unique abilities uh to help others uh, in the world and and so it's a combination of not only just uh you know what, what what's my contribution that I want to make to the world but it's also um what is it that uh, uh I can help others with so it's it's not only something about myself but it's also uh what my the way I can uplift uh others in life so there's a sense of it not just being like well, you know, I'm just here to make a living and, you know, uh go to work every day and make some money so I can, raise, I can have all the good things I want in my life. It's more how is what I I I my purpose in life to uplift others, to uplift the world. So there's a sense of uh benefit that comes from oneself that's really connected to a deeper calling.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, so, now, you help people, uh, figure this out, uh, mm-hmm. we're soon going to a commercial break, but can you tell us, um, just begin to tell us, what's the very first step that we take when we're trying to, um, determine our, our purpose in life?
3: Um, well, I think uh the, the first step is is to decide you want to find that out and um and and be, be willing to have that be that deeper calling show up in whatever way. Um so uh you know it it and to be willing to accept it. Like maybe our deeper calling is something that might be uh not likeable by other people or it might might uh, uh kind of buck the status quo a little bit and so mm-hmm. um i think the first thing is to decide i you know i no matter what i i want to know what i'm supposed okay. to be doing in my life i think that's right. the first step yeah. okay
1: we're going to go to a commercial break and uh and we'll we're looking forward to learning more about that when we come back
0: a contribution that you dream of making. In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Len focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815 880 TALK. Or in Canada, 613 800 8736. Or you can Skype us at a 2 You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: We're back. The show today is called "Find Your Deeper Calling," and our guest is Russell Scott. Uh, Russell's been telling us that the first step to finding our deeper calling, um, to looking for life purpose, is to ask the question and to be willing to um, to be willing to know that information, and uh, and possibly it might make mean that we may have to make some changes. I guess was was part of that message, Russell. Um so what do we do next?
3: Well, um I think uh, uh the other the next step uh after just you know just deciding, you know, I I I I want to know what I'm supposed to be doing here in my life. What am I what 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 am I? Why am I here? Is the, is the often the big question and, and people uh, often get this uh from from doing work that they finding out that the, the work that they're doing is not satisfying. Often we have this motivation to want to find out what we're supposed to be doing in our life by discovering uh that we're not doing what we want to be doing in our life. So then this deeper urge comes up. Uh second thing uh that we need to do is to um take a look at uh what's stopping us from discovering what we want to be doing in our life. So um, sometimes the reason that we uh, don't discover what we want to be doing in our life is because, uh, uh, for some reason, um, we we don't allow ourselves to um, discover that. And it might be because we have these uh, you know these internal barriers. So the question would be, you know, what what What's stopping me from discovering my life purpose or what's in the way? Um, So to give you an example would be, well, uh, if I discover my life purpose, uh, then I might uh, lose my friends. My friends might not like me anymore. You know, I've got all these friends I go, uh, you know, socializing with, and if I decide to, to quit my job and you know, become a massage therapist or, um, you know, work for social causes, Uh, maybe they might not like me anymore. Um, Or maybe I might, uh, you know, I might end up wanting to wear white all the time and uh, go to an ashram, you know. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's these ideas that, uh, or maybe, you know, maybe um, I have a good job and I'm making money, and I'm afraid that if I I find out what I really want to do in my life, uh, I'm going to become a pauper and uh, just be poor and and uh, li- be living from hand to mouth. I can't do that, you know. Right. Uh, so uh, uh, there's uh, often these internal barriers that um, that uh, prevent us from uh, right. discovering our life purpose. So this, I think, this is the first fear thing of to change have.
1: for many for many reasons.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good a good sentence to use to discover this would be if I discover my life purpose, I'm afraid that and then you complete that sentence and just mm-hmm. write down as many uh, of those fears or obstacles that come up. And then after that, the secondary step would be to uh ask uh, the question uh, or to to look at uh, solutions to that. So you know, what can I do about that? How can I solve that? Um, and then then uh once we've 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 got those solutions in place then we can allow the deeper purpose to start to surface.
1: Okay. So it it sounds like this process could be a bit uncomfortable. So why is it important then for people to find out what you know, what this purpose is? Um I, I you know think, what? What difference does does it make in a life to um, to know this?
3: Uh, I think um, uh, you know, for some some people are very satisfied, uh, uh, just doing the work that they're doing and uh, and and going to work and supporting their family and making a good living. And, um, but I think there's a, a certain point and I don't know why this is, but at a certain point, some people just feel there's this inner impulse, you know, I, 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 I need to serve and, um, uh, I think for some people, uh, if they really want to find out their life purpose and they're not doing it, um, one of the things that happens the the the, negative, uh, side is that they'll get depressed. Um, mm-hmm. and this happened to me. I, I, I just felt like I wasn't doing what I wanted to do in my life. I, I kind of thought I knew it, uh, but I wasn't. And I just kept getting depressed. And then the, but the turnaround, the other side of that is, um, when you're engaged in what you really should be doing in your life, you become more, uh, present in life. You become more engaged. There's, you, you you feel like there's a uh an inner uh motivation. Uh, it's, this, okay. it's almost as if it's like this release of energy that comes from inside of yourself um uh, to be want to be more engaged in your in your life. And it's not like an external thing, you know, it's it's kind of like when you know, people like playing music, you know, they play guitar, they they play, play piano um, there's an in- intrinsic intrinsic motivation to that. It's just uh, satisfying in and of itself. Versus, you know, the reason I like playing piano is because I'm going to get paid some good money for that, mm. or uh, I'm going to get accolades or whatever. You know, there's this an ex- external um, motivation. When a right. person uh, when a person is doing what they want to be doing in their life and they've discovered their life purpose it's like um there's an a release of inner energy that comes and um their life can become much more satisfying uh much more fulfilling they they feel like they're they're actually doing something worthwhile in their life um and uh it's making a difference and um so there's a a greater sense of satisfaction
1: yeah, I guess it's that life. that statement, if you're doing what you love then you never have to work a day.
3: That's right. right? If, yeah. if your
1: work is something that you love. Yeah. yeah. Um so what brought you to um to decide to help people with discovering this, um about themselves.
3: Um, I think um I uh I, I i probably uh went through a period uh when i was in my early thirties uh, i was working um in a, a corporation at the time and uh um i was working in sales i was commissioned sales and and uh um I, I you know after about four or five years it was just like i i i just couldn't do it anymore i was just i was just depressed and uh, i you know i'd be making these cold calls and i' Be feeling like I'm picking up a, a you know, a five-pound uh, weight every time I picked up the phone. I just couldn't do it, and I just kept getting more and more depressed. And um, and, uh, and and then I, I went to this sales training. It was called counselor sales training. And uh, and it, the the whole the whole sales training was based on this idea that you're not really selling anything. You're finding out people's what they want. Their needs, and you're actually counseling them to help them get what they want. So there's this mm-hmm. whole counselor approach, and I, and I realized that when when I was doing that, that, golly, you know, I'm, I'm I'm I really, you know, when I go in sales calls, I'm really counseling people, right? And um, I, I became clear that, um, that that's the area that I really wanted to to work in is to really help people solve their problems and um so I started uh moving in that direction, taking some training, taking some workshops and and lo uh you know lo and behold um I felt like I got on track in my life I felt like i i you know hit this zone where I became alive hmm. and yeah, so it was interesting uh that i i i i found out a, I, wanted to find out about my true purpose uh in reaction to finding out what I didn't want to do
1: right 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 um can you tell us the story of how finding one's purpose really transformed someone's life and really really made changes for them?
3: yeah, I can talk about um actually but my son uh, my son uh was uh um we, we, At a very young age, we saw he was very musical, and uh, we uh, took him to a lot of piano lessons, and, and he really showed a lot of musical aptitude and gift. And uh, in high school, when he got out of high school, he, they, he um, enrolled in um, Humber uh, in the jazz program, so he was accepted, mm-hmm. and he was there for a year and um something happened Uh, they just piled on like a ton of work uh, halfway through the semester and he bombed out and and he was just so uh despondent and he realized that uh you know i I like playing jazz but i didn't want to do it for a living i
1: just okay you
3: know i just this was a nice nice hobby and so he he was lost he didn't know what he really wanted to do in his life and uh, really despondent, and uh, as a father, uh, I, I you know tried to help him, but he's really down on himself. And um, he got a job working in a, a recycling company, and you know and maybe he'd show up uh, late, two or three times a week. He'd show up late, and he was always on the verge of losing his job. And and then he decided uh, somebody at work said, you know, John, you should be doing what you want to do in your life. What did you really want to do? And John said, well, I've always liked airplanes. So uh, he decided to go up in and get a a, uh, uh, a flying lesson, um, just a test flying lesson. Mm-hmm. And he went up in the airplane and he said uh, the minute uh, the instructor asked him to put his hands on the controls, and he put his hands on his controls, he knew he wanted to be a pilot. And it was interesting because even when he was young, we... we he had airplanes all over in the room. He read all kinds mm-hmm. of airplane books and uh it, at that moment it's his it just changed for him. He just got mm. extremely motivated. he realized he had to go back to school to upgrade his high school so he he was going he was working five days a week he'd show up at work on time he'd be excited about going to to work and uh Four nights a week, he's going to night school. He did that for for a year, mm-hmm. and like this kid, totally changed after he knew what he wanted to do in his life. The folk, the folk he became like really of, yeah. motivated, um, and uh, he's now graduating from flight school in Sault Saint Marie, cool. and still still totally excited about um, being a pilot. Uh, That's wonderful. But, but you would you know you you know if you knew him like. Uh, Six years ago, you would think that he's a different person to, to, from that person. Right. You would not know th- that that was the same person. So he finding out his life purpose, what he should be doing in his life, totally changed him. He became totally motivated and energized and alive in his That's life. That's
1: terrific. We're going to go to uh, break again now, Russell, and uh, we're looking forward to, to learning more.
0: A contribution that you dream of making in society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on a to AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815 880 talk Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back to our show on the subject of Finding Your Deeper Calling. Our guest, uh, Russell Scott, uh, has been telling us how knowing your deeper calling, finding your life purpose can create a focus and a motivation um, that can really propel you to be able to uh, make accomplishments that didn't seem possible um, without that focus. Um, Russell, is there a difference between life purpose and the calling?
3: Yeah, there's a difference and uh, often uh when I'm working with people um one to one or in workshops I, I have to make this clear. Uh there there is a difference between uh our the purpose for our life and you might say our career, our livelihood. Um so life purpose is, is uh more of an overriding general life goal versus um our career. Um so life purpose is the why of our life and our career or our livelihood is the what so you know why uh why do I want to do what I'm doing what is the the goal underneath everything I'm doing that's the why and then the what is uh, okay so how am I going to what what am I going to be doing to accomplish that 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 why in my life so for instance uh why uh the 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 life purpose might be something more general that underrides everything in our lives uh so anything that we're doing has that um purpose underneath it so it might be like you know my purpose is to uh reach uh uh, uh overcome all my limitations and 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 manifest my all my potential in life or my purpose might to be to you know be explore and totally be who i really am or my purpose might be uh to uh uh love uh others and love myself um or you know my purpose might be to um contribute uh to other people's lives uh so underwriting that um and writing everything we do there there is that purpose uh and so it's not necessarily in our career it it's under everything we do so that's that's what we need to discover as well and then the next step is to uh discover um what is the uh the uh, specific way that we want to uh manifest that purpose you know whether it's by uh uh you know helping people like you do financially um ha- find security in their life or you know maybe a counselor or you know whatever that specific way is but that's more your, your your livelihood so that those two things mm-hmm. i think are really important to distinguish and to discover
1: okay um we've got a, a question from a from a listener here um and the question is: Is finding your purpose a destination or an, an evolution? Is it is it something that we're continually working on, or is it is it something that I'm going to discover and then I know, um, or can it change? Is it evolving based on, you know, what what's happened as I go along?
3: Yeah, well, that's a good question. I, I think our career or our livelihood. Uh, might change um, like for instance, I ran a retreat center for a number of years, and um that w- was i that was what I thought my career was and then then, after about ten years, I realized uh no there's something more that I need to be doing i, I want to be working uh, you know in a much deeper way with people, so that changed i think our uh, but our life purpose, which is the why um I, I think it's I think it stays fairly constant. We just get um, as life goes by, we we get uh a, a more deeper understanding of it or get deeper in touch with it. And so mm-hmm. our iteration of it may change. Um you know, so for instance, you know, one of um you know, my um why or why I'm really here is because I want to uh I want to truly discover myself who I truly am and live from that place in my life to be uh truly myself and to uh to present that to the to the world and also help others discover their true self um, and that's always been there you know that 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 life purpose has always been there. But uh, as I go on in years, I, I get deeper in touch with what that means, and mm-hmm. I, I articulate it maybe differently. Uh, but that's always been there. Uh, even you know, I can even look back, even when I was like in a teenager, even though I didn't know that was there, it's always been there.
1: Okay. Does it have to do with our values, Russell?
3: Um to a certain extent yeah uh it it does happen to it does have a lot to do with our values like what um what we value what things uh mean uh, what um how would i say this uh the things that bring meaning to our life uh certainly okay. uh, you know uh are relating to our our life purpose so um uh the the the, the values uh, that we ascribe to you know so we might have a, a relationship values or we might be uh one of our values might be that we're we want to be honest or ethical um mm-hmm. the values are more i think um related to how we uh want to be in the world and mm-hmm. uh present our our life purpose
1: okay so it's it's related but <clears throat>
3: yes yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: um, but the, but it's deeper. Uh, life purpose is deeper than values.
1: Okay, okay. Well, and and so maybe it takes a little bit more searching to to realize.
3: Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the you know a really uh, good technique that I've found uh, for people to discover their life purpose, and we're you know we're, we'll just talk a little bit about the why is uh to to use this question uh, which is uh think of any goal you have in life think of anything that you want in your life and then ask this question if i had that or i accomplished that um what would i what would i want to do or be next so um you know if i if i if i got a nice car that I, that i liked okay so what would that allow me to do or be next or what would i want to to uh, uh have or do or be as a result of that so then you you go okay so if i had a car you know i i i'd um uh well what i'd want to do is i'd uh i want want to go on a nice vacation you know i i i feel like i'd go on a nice trip um okay so then okay so if if i if i did that if i accomplished that what would that allow me to do or be well um i'd uh if i could explore the world a bit more i would um i'd just become more knowledgeable and uh, i i i i I'd, I'd become more conscious of uh of just what life is really all about okay so if i could if i could uh you know accomplish that then what would i do or be next? well, i probably feel uh if i if I just had more experience of the the wonders of life you know maybe i might i might feel um uh like i might want to explore myself you know okay. if i was in place so 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 you can, you can kind of get to these deeper goals so that deeper goal might be uh, you know, my life purpose is to explore myself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's a very powerful way to get to that, that deeper goal within our life.
1: Okay, okay. Um, now, are there common life purposes that people have, or or is it you is you know every everybody have a unique one, or um, what do you feel about that?
3: Um, I think there's a, um, a, a common, uh, life purpose of, um, uh, more, uh, uh, like a self-exploration or, uh, what I would call, um, uh, self-actualization. Uh, but I, I would term this more in terms of true self-actualization, um, that uh there is this common goal of people wanting to be fully who they are, wanting to relate to others from the fullness of their self. And uh to to totally um bring all their talents and their abilities and the full awareness of themselves into relationship with others so that we're we are um being really, you might say, uh, I I, t- I say this um, often to people when I sign my book. When I sign my book, I often write this, you know, be you to fullness. Uh, we want to experience the beautifulness of ourselves by being who we are to fullness. And uh, being who we are to fullness re- means exploring the uniqueness of ourselves and then Having that uniqueness be the gift that we offer to others in the world, because we're not really interested in, kind of, you know, um, to a certain extent uh, in life, we're, we're not really interested in in the in just being the same as everybody else. True. What really enlivens us and gives us more meaning is when we are being unique and we're offering that our unique perspective and unique viewpoint and unique abilities to other people because that benefits them.
1: Right. So, so I'd so say this,
3: This. yeah, go ahead.
1: from exploring self, um, but in relationship, or in relationship, so it almost, it's almost like leading to our contribution from this self-exploration.
3: That's right. Yeah. And it's, it, it all uh, a lot of it occurs in in relationships. So you know we want to be fully who we are in relationship. But we want to experience others uh, who others really are in relationship. We 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 want to find out what is unique about ourselves. Our unique gift that uplifts others that we can present to the world. Uh, the, this is is I is, have uh, experienced as being very uh, common life purpose, uh the you might say the the individual articulation of that then um uh, is different for many people. So meaning that you know some people might want to be an assault therapist, they're a sociologist, they're a minister, or um uh, they want to work in IT. Okay. That individual articulation. Yeah.
1: Uh,
3: and I would unique. like
1: to, to to come back to that after the break, um you know about talking about you know that career discovery sort of relating back to the you know the process that that your son had to go through to to find that um, so we'll talk more about um, about careers after the break
0: sure thing is there a contribution that you dream of making in society planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Today is Russell Scott um, we're talking about discovering our life purpose uh, and career decisions certainly revolve around this um, Russell, do you teach any strategies that would help us um determine our our best potential for careers our best i guess the career that we would be happy with
3: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I do I work one to one with people. I have a process, uh it's about a five uh, step process uh where I can help people discover their purpose in their career and also I do like a a weekend uh seminar. And there's there's two things that um uh that I find really helpful and um one is to uh just do a, a, a meditation or a contemplation of uh, of your life. So you sit down, you you sit in silence, and and you 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 kind of go through your life. You kind of scan through your life from uh, young age to the age you are now, and um, you you ask this question of uh, uh, of you know where were some times where I felt like truly alive, or I felt really connected. Uh, I felt like I was kind of in the zone. You know, the zone is that place where there's a sense of like you're doing something and it's really fulfilling and it, and it's timeless. You know, the uh, you may be doing it for like two hours and all of a sudden, uh, you know, you had to have some breakfast or, and <laughs> and and you realize that oh God, that went by for two hours. I thought that was like five minutes. Mm-hmm. and uh so you you go through your life and you ask yourself you know what was i do that where was this? this guy was kind of in this zone and um oftentimes that's uh you people will discover the activity uh that was bringing them a lot of fulfillment um, and um and and there th- there will be uh some uh, evidence there of a career that you should be doing, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 you know it's actually quite remarkable. Uh, sometimes what we should be doing in our life is is so self-evident we we overlooked it because it it just seems so simple.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. Or so something you
1: enjoy so much that it couldn't be work?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so there's this sense of well. I don't know how I can make that happen. You know, I right. I can't make a living at that. Uh, but maybe I'll, I'll you know I'll tell you a story just in a few minutes of somebody that d- that did make an unusual living, something they really mm-hmm. found a joy in. Another thing is um, is you can do more kind of a logistical thing where you just write down all the things you're interested in, you know, and and then pick five of those things, and then um, some of your gifts or abilities. So write down all your gifts or your abilities that you have that you've developed throughout your life, and then choose five of those that you like to to um, uh, you like to use. And and you you make a grid. So at the top of the page is your gifts and abilities. Down the other side is um, your interests. And and you just mm-hmm. uh, wherever there's an intersection, you just think of well, how could I combine that with this and this and this. How could I combine this ability with uh, this uh, this interest?
1: Right. And
3: you may it may generate some thoughts and abilities. Yeah. Uh, thoughts and I about could what see,
1: you can do. I could see too where it would be helpful to have someone else looking in on that
3: too. That's right. Because you yeah. may
1: not see the connections um, that a third party might be able to.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, to see. Yeah, yeah I'll, let me just tell you a very short story of uh, what one person did. Um he uh he liked hanging out in bars and, and drinking good beer and uh reading a lot of uh some of the romantic poetry, English romantic poetry and um and that was his real interest but um he uh he's also like a really good organizer, he could organize people and events and so forth. And he thought, well, I, you know, I, that's something I really like to do. But uh, I don't know how I can make a living, you know, drinking good beer and and reading poetry. <laughs> and um, so he just started to think about this, and 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 he came up with this idea that um, you know what what's what there are other people around like like me. So what he did was he uh, every week he would he would organize this event where he, uh, he would get people to come in and himself and he'd read uh, poetry in in a pub in uh mm-hmm. and he'd get people together and they they'd all drink the beer that uh you know say Wordsworth or Shelley would 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 have probably have drunk back then and people would recite the poetry and they'd, they'd have a wonderful evening in this pub reciting uh, poetry and and um appreciating literature and good beer and uh he'd charge money for that Right. And he started he started this movement um in in the, this one middle town and he even started making a living at it. That's And terrific. so this is an example of somebody that uh combined their interests. Yeah. And and, uh, and if
1: we're really engaged in in what we're doing, um does that mean we're likely to make more money doing that than um, than other yeah, things? Yeah, there's a
3: likelihood. Yeah, for sure. There's a likelihood okay. that we would make more of a living Uh, but there's also a greater likelihood that we would because we've got this inner energy that's coming from inside to persist at making what we really want happen and so our our persistence and our ability to make things happen uh, and accomplish goals and uh, uh, have success in our own terms is much more likely than if we're just working at a job that we really dislike yeah you know, we're not uh, as Russell, we
1: better take a few minutes and have you tell us about uh, how people can reach you if they are interested in uh, learning more about your programs
3: yeah so uh, i i have a um uh, an hour long free session that people can um, can book with me it's called uh, what's really going on in my life session and oh. uh, they can they can get a hold of me at 519 uh, 829 uh 4149 uh for that session, or go to uh, uh
1: That's that's terrific. Um thanks so much for being with us today, Russell. Uh we've we're out of time and we'll talk to you again.
3: Okay, thanks, Lynn.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham will return next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on FM. We hope you'll join us. Remember to celebrate your wealth by doing something for yourself, your family, and your community. Until next time.